Welcome to The Leadership Line, a podcast that covers everyday work issues. From dealing with jerks at work to feeling burnt out, Tammy and Scott's experience, along with their different perspectives, help listeners grow, examine realistic options and alternatives, and identify those actionable solutions to the tough issues we face every day at work. All right, so my question for you guys this morning is, does forgiveness have any place in the workplace? Wow, what a, what an interesting question. You know, I have to do my trademarked answer. It depends. Oh, do not. It's not. It's like it's so boring. I know. I, I am boring. Yes or no. Yeah. Uh, you know, my first inclination when, when we said, oh, hey, here's the topic we're going to do this morning. My first thought was, well, no. And I thought, you know, why should I, why should I forgive? And what I, what I realized was, you know, if someone's being a complete jerk face, I'm probably not going to forgive them. And I'm just not going to work with them. I have no desire to work with them, be around them. And I think about in the last five years, 10 years of my life, people who I thought were, were friends or, or acquaintances were kind of jerk faces and, you know, I've moved on. I really wouldn't consider it forgiveness. I just have moved on from them. You are perpetuating what happens in the workplace all the time. It's, I am struggling with you. I disagree with you. You and I, for whatever reason, have gone into this tussle. And now I'm going to avoid you and do workarounds. And so in that spot, we start wasting excellence, wasting time, both of those things that you absolutely hate. Because truly, we're not like working through it. And so avoidance, treating someone with kit gloves or, you know, those types of things, that doesn't help an organization long term. And so this piece, I don't think we've learned how to forgive people. And I don't think we've learned the process of actually addressing it early so that I'm not so ticked at you. So we can work it through because if you address it early enough, it's not escalated yet. And the Mm -hmm. conversation doesn't have to be all that difficult. But if I wait till I'm ticked off and then I come in with both guns blaring in that particular spot, then then it is a difficult conversation and I don't want to see the other person win. So I have to tell you, I think there are some things I won't forgive in the workplace. So I'm going to go back and give you a little bit of grace. Um, You know, uh, someone comes in and just loses it and decides to physically use their body to intimidate somebody else. Uh, Well, that is actually a legal issue that we have to address, right? Sexual harassment is a legal issue that we have to address. I'm not talking about those kinds of things about forgiving. I am talking about the small things that end up dividing us. I do agree. And for me, it's, I do believe it is different. If I have to work with that person, mm-hmm. then yes, we, we need to work it through and figure it out. If I don't have to, like, it's not going to change the outcome of the organization. It's not going to change the outcome of what I need to accomplish or my team needs to accomplish. I wouldn't call it avoidance. I would call it, I am making a decision to say, I'm done. Oh man, I just want to challenge you so badly on this. I know. And, and, <laughs> then, and, then, I, and then offline, you know? I'll, I'll talk about a couple of people I know 
in your life you have done this to. Oh, oh, thanks. You're going to out me. So, so I said offline. Yeah, privately out me. So now everybody's going to be like, and who are you talking about? And you if, know, if um, you're listening in- to this podcast and you think it's you, it probably is. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Our downloads just went down. <laughs> I can't even believe you just said that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> See, oh what man. Not a Courtney. <laughs> I don't I don't even know if I can come back from this. This is hysterical. Okay. So let's just just for a minute. Okay. If we really think about this for just in, in a spot where maybe we just need to kind of put it inside of context. Yeah. We actually have people who, inside of organizations, us included, where we carry things that we don't need to carry. So, you know, um, we have a lot of organizations right now that are, are doing DEI work. In many of these organizations, we have actually asked people of color to lead those DEI conversations. They have no background in facilitation. Their qualifications in that is that they are, the color of their skin is different from many others. And these individuals are doing everything they can to help those of us in a privileged group understand what it's like to be them. And yet we're ignorant. And we say, ignorant things, sometimes maybe intentionally, sometimes not intentionally at all. We are ignorant and stupid. And those things land on folks of color and hurt. In that space, right? If we don't know how to let go of that and to forgive that in our journey, then we are not going to be successful long-term with one another. And I don't want to just leave it in that DEI space because I don't want to see that as forgiveness one way, okay? The other side of it is you also have uh, people of color who might be trying to say, guys, this is what it's like to be me, right? And when they say that stuff, it lands on this white girl over here and I can carry that and hurt. And the fact of the matter is, That's a place where we have to forgive each other for being ignorant. We can also look at lots of other examples where people do things and it was a bad day. It was unintentional. It was a trip and a fall. I didn't really mean to set you up. All of those things. I'm not perfect, Scott. And so if you don't practice forgiveness with me and you keep score, eventually I am going to come out on the losing side. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. And it, and to me, what when you when you step back, and I know we were playful earlier, and, and, yeah. and so if you really step back, it's really about saying, what is the intent of that person? Yes. And I I have to, if I'm on the receiving end, I have to really work through what do I believe the intent of that person was. And I have to, I have to provide grace until I I find contrary evidence that says, no, their intent was to be malicious or whatever it was. 
And, and sometimes, and I, I mean, I've even done this, have been playful and people thought, oh my gosh, he's serious. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, that was not my intent. <laughs> right. And we, and we then have to work through that. So I think if, if the intent is playful, unintentional, we did something, right. Tammy used the word, ignorant. we just, we were unaware that that's a, a trigger point or something that is painful for that person. Then right there's an there's an apology and forgiveness that and, that and should go down that path and and on both sides i actually love what you just said in this space you know again saying hey i i didn't know and just expecting that to be okay there needs to be a come apology with that if i was unaware i am still responsible so coming in and saying hey um that was not my intention. I'm sorry. No, it wasn't my intention. I can say that. And I can see that there was an outcome there that, you know, um, was hurtful. And I, I take responsibility for that. And I, and I apologize and I am going to work at not doing that again. So I love, I love taking responsibility. I love the apology. I love grace. Okay. And if someone continues to do that, Right. So, you know, a one off here and there occasionally um, a continued pattern behavior leads us to another conversation. Right. It's these one offs and the spot that I think sometimes we're not as good as we should be in forgiving Mm -hmm. in terms of let's have the conversation. Let's talk about why that was difficult. Let's then have an understanding where we have a chance to get right with one another in that forgiveness conversation. And then let's extend grace and see what the next thing happens, right? Yeah, and, the next and, move, yeah, and move on from that one thing and move on. So you talked about addressing it early. What are the steps? Oh, you know, honestly, the first piece of that is, and for me is, and I'm looking at this from a peer to peer right now. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's inquiry. It's this piece that says, Scott, I need to talk with you about what happened a a minute ago. Okay. Help me understand, you know, what your intent was when you said fill in the blank. And, you know, in that spot, you might be saying, you know, and giving me kind of your perspective. And then I need to admit that that was really difficult for me. Say, Scott, okay, I hear, I hear your intention and thank you for sharing. And I need to tell you that hurt me. Okay. And whether or not it should is not, you know, not the issue. The issue is I need to admit that that's something that I had difficulty with and I need to come clean. And that takes a little bit of vulnerability. So in that spot, I I need to admit that I'm struggling with what you said or what you did in that moment. And I think when we do that, we have a chance for a conversation. And I think it becomes important in that vulnerability that if you're the one being vulnerable, you have to you have to identify whatever that that feeling or perspective is. Mm-hmm. Because and it may not be hurt, it may be frustration, it may be you know, hey, I shut down. Hey, I felt like I got. It's really mm-hmm. about saying this was the impact to me, and here was the impact. I couldn't have us move forward. 
Yeah, I'm struggling with that. That's a wall between the two of us, really, is what we're saying. So this uh, this is what happened. This is how it landed on me. Not even like when you did this, Scott, and when you did that, right? It's this is this is the impact on me, right? And in that moment, the person on the other end, if they get super defensive in that moment, well, you're really thin-skinned, Tammy. Like, that's not at all, right? And they come back in that spot. Then what happens, we've just put another brick between the two of us. And that's how that's how walls between people get built. Yeah. These small conversations where we don't tell people what I, we're feeling and where the person who is hearing how I am feeling right now doesn't respond by listening and with a little bit of empathy. We all have the right to our feelings. Yeah. And, and we then... If you're on the receiving end of that conversation, you also have a responsibility, assuming you want to mend and assuming you want to be in a relationship with that person. You have a responsibility to uh, use your empathy to understand their perspective. That's I love your phraseology. It's perfect. Okay. And, and, and it's different. Okay. L- language becomes super important here. Tammy, I'm sorry that, you know, you were hurt by that, if that offended you versus, oh, okay, gosh, I'm sorry. Well, even the tone, I'm fierce about Scott, you never, ever talk like that. So the fact that you got really empathy. I did. I did. I, 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 I put on the, the biggest empathy hat I had. <laughs> Which I'm impressed. Talk about modifying your behavior. I'm really impressed by that. But yeah, now, really- now anyone listening to this is like, that son of a bitch did that to me. He wasn't. (laughs) (laughs) But that piece, it is taking a moment to just focus in on that human being and put yourself kind of in their shoes and say, Oh, wow. That's their emotion around that. And I can hold that emotion. I don't have to reject that emotion. And not rejecting it is part of what connects us as human beings, accepting it, seeing where they're at. It doesn't mean we even agree, by the way. It means that I can see it in you. I can experience it because you're showing that to me. And I hold it and I say, it's all right. Okay. It's okay that you feel that way. And now I can do something about my behavior so that you don't have to feel like that in the future. And, and I want to take it outside of that context too, for just a minute, right? We're talking about like things people do interpersonally that hurt one another, that cause us to not want to forgive. But in the workplace, there's also this other stuff where as an organization, we give something to someone and they don't get it done. Okay. Or they do it poorly. And as an organization, sometimes we don't forgive that person. We don't allow for mistakes. We don't uh, uh, allow for growing for those situations. And organizationally, if we're like, it's once and done, you get one time at bat and you're out of here, you're supposed to be perfect every time. You create an environment where people can't be successful. It's like fear, And everything is about perfectionism. And we've seen that in organizations over and over and over again. And that's the other side of this forgiveness message that I think needs to be talked about. How do we as an organization allow people to trip and fall, pick themselves up, grow, 
trip and fall, pick themselves up and grow because it's the screwing up where so much of the growth happens. And I think that's a, I almost think that's an entire podcast in and of itself. (laughs) It probably is, but I didn't want to leave it that forgiveness was only about two people in a workplace. It's also bigger than that. In the end, whether you call it forgiveness, whether you call it whatever you call it, it really is about mending the relationship so that you can move forward and get better outcomes. Yeah, I love that. And that wraps up this week's episode of The Leadership Line. As always, feel free to reach out to us in the emails provided in this podcast description box and be sure to check out our upcoming episodes always announced on LinkedIn. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next week.